Welcome back to the Fab Lab Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Crowley, 29-year veteran of the stone industry. Owned a shop for 22 and three-quarters years along the way. Started a couple other businesses that serve the stone fabrication industry. Fabricators, installers, and here on the Fab Lab Podcast, I serve the owners of those shops that make up the stone industry. And I'm so glad to be with you, fellow fabricator, stone shop owner, as we focus on and as we talk about the business side of your stone business. You know, we talk a lot about in the industry just a huge focus on equipment and materials and processes and procedures and the finished product and which is all great you got to do that to have a successful business but if you're not focusing on the business of the business um that business can either become unhealthy it can go away entirely or or it can miss the potential that it's capable of and so in this episode and the two episodes that are going to follow we're going to be talking about your business in the context of it being an engine And in this episode, we're going to talk about it being an engine for wealth creation and then the potential, what puts that engine at risk. And then in the next two episodes, we're going to talk about the risk of redlining that engine. And you may, in this time that we find ourselves in, you may be experiencing a level of red line where the tachometer is just like, wow, it's super high RPMs and there's no let off. I think there is a powerful, powerful metaphor there, an analogy there that is timely for us to talk about because the potential that your stone shop has for wealth creation, it requires of us to look at how do we, how do we tune it? How do we maintain that engine? How do we ensure and, and ensure that that engine can continue to be a well-oiled machine on into the future so it can accomplish everything you want it to accomplish, and it can get you to wherever it is you want to get as a destination. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the the what your business does and what puts it at risk. And there's a couple of things I want you to start out just put, putting this in your mind. Now, I'm not a car guy, so I can't speak very fluidly about vehicles and, and high-performance cars. I mean, I'm, I know I'm a 2017 Tundra guy that I never washed it. I hardly ever maintained it. I forget to change the oil. I mean, I'm just not a car guy. I'm not a maintenance guy. But you may be, whether you are or not, I want you to imagine in your mind, I want you just to think about a just an extremely well-built, top-of-the-line performance vehicle that has a manual transmission. You got to use the clutch, the gas, and the stick shift, the gears that, that allow that car to drive and get to the destination. Being a high-performance car, it's going to get there really, really fast. It's going to take corners really well. It's just a, it's a phenomenal machine. Just you, you pick the vehicle, you pick your dream car, whatever it may be, or just imagine one. We're going to use that metaphor and that analogy throughout this episode and the two that follow to help you see your business in a new light. Because your business can get you places that no other, no other job opportunity can get you. Your business, your stone shop fellow, stone shop owner is an engine for wealth creation. That's number one. I want, I want you to understand this, that you get to define what success is. You get to define what the, the destination is in terms of where this business is taking you or can take you or where you want it to take you or where you want to take it. But I want you to just think about it in these terms, your business, all the, mechanics, all the technical stuff, the material, the customers, set all that aside for a moment and view your business as an engine, a high performance engine in a vehicle that is going to get you somewhere. There are a couple of things I want you to think about. Number one, it can help you create wealth unlike any other opportunity because you can leverage the labor of your employees and you can multiply that in a way that allows you to accelerate 
maximize and multiply wealth in a way where you only have so many hours in the day, you can only generate so much income yourself. But when you can organize and lead a group of people who are looking for a good job in the interest of some outcome, you can multiply wealth and you can acquire assets through your business. I'm thinking right now, very relevant. So five years ago in our stone shop, we bought the building that we'd been in for years. Um, yesterday we sold that. I sold the business last year. Yesterday we sold the building. And I'm telling you, I could have never acquired that building if I hadn't had the stone shop as the revenue generator. I was already paying rent, so we bought the building. The potential for wealth creation is incredible. Out of this stone shop, I've started two other businesses. And so I just want you to see your stone shop, stone shop owner, fellow fabricator, has unbelievable potential for creating wealth for you and your family and great opportunities for your staff. But I'll get to that one. The next thing that it creates, it's an engine for income. While that business has the potential to build wealth in the long term, it is generating income for you today. It's like a little money printing machine, plop, 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 just clicking along, cutting you a check every two weeks or once a month or whatever that is. It generates income for you. So that's the second you know, value that this engine has. Number three, it is a place where an owner can experience essentially unlimited professional development. You go to work for somebody else, you're capped. There's people competing for those positions. You got a manager who's a schmuck who doesn't want to promote you. You got all kinds of limitations on you when you were an employee. When you own the company, the only thing that limits your professional growth is yourself. <laughs> it's it's unlimited. And the power of that to multiply and expand exponentially your ability in professional development and professional growth to then come back and apply that to the wealth-creating machine, it's pretty remarkable. It's pretty exciting. Now back to your staff. This engine also creates enormous value for your staff. Incomes, job security, opportunity for those people to grow professionally. So there's a huge, huge benefit. It's not just a us that, 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 that benefits from this engine. This engine benefits the people that come to work for it as well. And, and, and now, number five, the other aspect of this wealth-creating engine is the launching pad for other businesses. I'm telling you, fellow fabricator, stone shop owner out there, there are so many problems in this industry that have not yet been solved. There's just opportunity after opportunity after opportunity for you to identify problems in your own business and then create a solution for it, and then turn around and make it available to the rest of the industry. So this business of yours, this stone shop owner, this stone shop, I'm addressing you owners of these stone shops, it's an engine for wealth creation and just a tremendous amount of value. It's an extremely powerful asset that has the potential of unlike any other entity available to us here in this free market. So understand the tremendous potential that your stone shop has for you. That's number one. But just like an engine, if that engine isn't maintained or if that engine is redlined for too long, what happens? You put that engine at risk. So this, this engine that has all this potential, it's not guaranteed to succeed and it's not guaranteed to get you to the destination if it isn't maintained or if it's abused. If it's redlined for too long, you burn up the oil, the cylinders get hot, and the thing comes apart. Now, those of you who know cars, unlike me, would be able to maybe give a better description of what actually happens when you run a car at redline for too long. But let me stop and ask you a question. You and your business together, are you redlined? 
do you feel as though the enterprise, the business, the engine has been running at a pace that's unsustainable? I want to just ask you to pause for a moment and probably having dead silence on a podcast is bad form. I want you to ask yourself that question. Is your business overheated? And when I mean business, I mean you and the business together, not independently. You and the business. Do you feel as though you have been redlining this engine? And if so, how long has it been in that state? And if so, how long do you think it can continue in that state before things start to go wrong? Well, very common in a market like this where sales very oftentimes grow. There's a momentum that takes place that oftentimes exceeds and it can surpass an owner or a manager's ability to manage it effectively. And there is this temptation. Well, if I don't take on the work, <laughs> someone else is going to get it and the work may not always be there. And I, I'm just talking from personal experience. There is a temptation and a tendency to take on more work than perhaps we're capable of managing or that exceeds our ability to effectively manage. What oftentimes happens is the owner rises to the challenge and in the absence of the management capacity and organization and leadership, the owner fills in the gaps by sheer force of will and working lots of hours, putting out fires, trying to be everywhere at once, which is possible. You can redline an engine temporarily. It's not like you, I mean, they wouldn't have those tick numbers on the tachometer if, if the engine wasn't capable of going there. But it's it's intended for very, 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 very brief periods of time for very specific purposes to accelerate, to get to the next level, so you can shift into the next, you know, the next gear, which drops the RPMs, allows the engine to relax, but then also allows it to optimize its power band so that it can accelerate and, and go even faster. So that's where a lot of owners find themselves is in that place where the engine's redlined. They are working at a frantic pace, trying to keep it together while those sales exceeds their ability to manage. It's a place you can operate for a season, a brief season, but you can't operate there forever. And so in a sense, if you're, if you're following this metaphor in this manual transition, manual transmission, you know, sort of picture in your mind, an owner in that situation, maybe it describes you, maybe it doesn't. If it doesn't, it might at some point. So keep listening. You got two options in terms of the health of the engine, what's best for the engine, and the destination and how far you or how fast you want to get there. Now, if you're not quite ready to shift to the next gear, you may have to just back off on the gas. So in the last episode, I talked about shrink and grow rich where you've got options. In some cases, it may be better to let off the gas a little bit, lower the sales volume back into a level that is reflective of the ability to manage effectively. So you you back the tachometer back out of that red line zone back into a place where the engine can actually operate at an optimal and sustainable level. So that's option number one. Let off the gas, start lowering the volume of sales, lowering the expectations for how much work you're going to pump out of here and allow that engine to cool down a little bit for the health of the engine and the long-term ultimate ability to get to the destination of letting that business create wealth for you long-term, big opportunities down the road. But if you burn it up now, man, you've missed a huge opportunity. You may not get to the destination. The other option is to shift. Hey, you're in second gear, redlined. 
You want to get to 60 miles an hour, you're going to have to let off the gas, push in the clutch, shift, let off the clutch, and then hit the gas again. The RPMs drop. The engine settles into the way it was designed to operate at that speed for optimal performance, number one, but simultaneously maintaining the health of the engine at the same time. And so those are your two options. If you're redlined, stone shop owner, fellow fabricator out there, if you're redlined, those are your options. And because of the wealth potential of your engine, I want to encourage you to take stock of where you're at. What would be the best thing for you to do in this season considering the extraordinary value that your business has for you long term? Is it worth maybe backing on for the sake of the engine, for the sake of the enterprise, for the sake of the crew, for the sake of your own sanity and health and well-being? Not to mention the future wealth that this business of yours is going to create as you focus on the business side of it. And so with that being said, that was that was essentially the 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 place I wanted to launch this series from because the gears that you're going to shift through are really really important to understand so that you can understand what gear you're currently in and what is necessary if your desire is to grow the business if it is to shift to the next gear and continue to accelerate and continue to build wealth and to move towards that destination you got to understand those gears. I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to describe it briefly in this episode. But before I do, I want to mention a word from our sponsors. We talk about redlining our engine. I want to ask you, is your install department redlined? One of the most common comments we hear at No Lift Install System is that I cannot find installers. So what happens is the few installers that you have or the number of installers that you have in this redlined season that we're in wind up doing far more work than they used to do because they're short-staffed. The reality is that wear and tear on their bodies gets magnified. It gets multiplied. They're asked to even do more work. That, and, and quite frankly, carrying 3CM countertops into a house any day on a good day, on an average day, quite frankly, is asking more than probably should be asked of fellow human beings. We all know what it does to the physical health of an installer. I talk very bluntly about this, very passionately about this. I'm a former installer and an ex-installer because I used to carry 3CM countertops into job sites day after day after day after day after day after day after day with no rest, no recovery, no opportunity to recuperate. And to this day, I have back problems as a result of installing 3CM countertops. So we know what it does. It's not a surprise. You can deny it. You can pretend like it doesn't exist. It doesn't change the fact that it does. And you may have a crew right now that is suffering from the effects of that in this red line season that we're in. One way to alleviate that would be to shift into the next gear would be to move into the next phase of your professional development as an install department by getting your crew a no lift install system that takes the weight and the pressure and the strain off of your installer's physical bodies transfers it to the no lift system gets it into the work area up the roller ramp lifts it to cabinet height rotates it into the horizontal and then effortlessly glides it onto the cabinet you can let the cart do that let the cart suffer the effects of that red line pace that you're in so that your installers can focus on leveling the countertops, gluing the seams, perfect glue colors, getting those cutouts done correctly and not incorrectly, and actually do more work in the same amount of time because their physical health has been, pre- has been preserved and their strength and stand-up can be applied to doing more jobs. And so in the absence of excess 
labor or additional labor or installers that you'd like to add to your install crew, might I suggest you get a no-lift install system. So visit noliftsystem.com and talk to one of the no-lift system pros about getting your crew a no-lift system so they can increase the volume without the wear and tear on their bodies. Now, real quick before we wrap up this episode, I want to pivot back to my book, Less Chaos, More Cash. As I, as I reflect on that, I think I've published that 12 years ago, still very relevant, still very powerful. It's still what I coach out of. That method, the process, is an integral part of shifting gears as as you develop as an owner, as you grow and expand your business, and as you move further and further away from the work that you used to do into managing the business that other people do, managing the work that other people do in the business. Um, it's very relevant, but I... I I have concluded that I kind of oversimplified the cause of chaos. (laughs) What I didn't understand was the stages. What I articulate in the book, Less Chaos, More Cash, is that the reason there is chaos in your business is because the owner makes the deadly assumption, the belief that some work is so simple and obviously obviously important that it need not be explained. And so oftentimes the owner assumes that work should be done, assumes that work will get done, and assumes that people can read their mind in such a way that when the work isn't performed, the owner gets frustrated and the owner can't make that transition between having done the work themselves and teaching their staff and explaining to their staff how to do that work at the same level. And so as a result, things get done wrong and they get done at the wrong time and chaos ensues. And that is not untrue. It's just not the full picture. And what I've discovered over the last 12 years of running my countertop shop and then launching another business that is growing rapidly and realizing, wow, these principles apply no matter what. And not just for a stone shop, it's for a cart manufacturing company and a garment distribution company. The principles apply. The process is necessary, but you got to understand there's more to it than just the deadly assumption and, and not delegating effectively. You've got to understand the stages or the gears that a business must shift through on its way towards its ultimate destination. And the owner has to understand that. You got to understand at each stage, the business can operate at a certain level, but to get to the next level, you've got to shift. And what is necessary to shift into that next level Um, changes from level to level. And so we're going to talk about that in the next two episodes. I'm going to briefly describe it now, the six gears or the six stages. The next episode, we're going to talk about three of them, the doer stage, the director stage, and the dictator stage. My belief, if you look at the stats, 94% of businesses do a million dollars in sales or less. So it's the vast majority of the companies fall within these first three stages, the doer, director, or dictator stage. The companies that grow beyond that, the companies that move into the delegator, discipler, and dreamer stages are the companies that exceed that. They run businesses that create massive wealth and more and more time for the owner outside of work as those gears are shifted through and that engine reaches its optimal level of performance at its optimal speed to which the car was designed to operate at. It's like the best of both worlds. So we're going to talk about that in the next episode, the doer, the director, and the dictator stage of ownership. And those are levels of professional development. And I started at the very beginning. I started at single, you know, standalone entrepreneur, sole proprietor with no employees using occasional part-time help to come and, you know, put pieces up on tables to help me get a countertop onto a job site. Then I hired my first part-time employee and it progressed from there. 
And so we're going to talk about the doer, director, and dictator stage in the next episode. And I'm calling that, (laughs) is your engine redlined? Because your engine can redline in every gear. So no matter what stage you find yourself in, no matter what gear you're currently in, if you are redlined, we're going to talk about how to shift into the next stage, into the next gear, which allows you to lower the RPMs on the engine, preserve its health and wealth creating potential, and at the same time, relieve the pressure and the strain on you, Stone Shop owner. So I just want to encourage you. The reason the Fab Lab podcast exists is to encourage, it's simply to share everything I've learned over the last almost 30 years of being in this business with you so that you can make that transition into the next stage, into the next gear of ownership of your fab shop. I just want to encourage you, take some time, think of your business, think of your stone shop as an engine for wealth creation and assess how's it doing. Is it a well-oiled machine that's running at that optimal RPM? kicking off cash, giving you free time, or is it redlined? Are you redlined? Is the crew redlined? And if that describes you, it's time to take stock and it's time to listen to the next episode. Now, before we launch here, I just want to mention, in the show notes, I have a resource that I created. It is a stone shop business assessment. It allows you to go through and answer a series of questions about every facet of your business. You get a score that tells you the relative health. Where are you redlined in your business? It's a very helpful tool for you to assess your own company. If you go to the show notes, there's a link there for the Stone Shop Business Assessment. You can click that. It's a free assessment. No strings attached. Take it. See what it tells you. You can also, if you're redlined, if you're in crisis, if right now um, you are suspecting that this business is going to blow a cylinder because it's so hot and you're so wore out and run ragged and you've been running at that red line uh, uh, level for, for too long... If you need to talk, if you need to uh, provide some relief, if you need to get some perspective and some insight, I offer to you, as I offer to every potential client, a 90-minute complimentary, no-strings-attached coaching experience with me. I do this all the time for stone shop owners. I love, love, love having conversations with stone shop owners. So if that describes you, even if it doesn't describe you, and you'd like to explore a 90-minute, no-strings-attached coaching experience with me, Just go to the show notes, click the link for a one-on-one coaching experience. It'll take you to a form. You fill out some questions about your shop, and then I will be in touch with you, and we'll schedule a 90-minute coaching experience. No strings attached. So, fellow fabricator, I'm so glad that you tuned into this episode of the Fab Lab Podcast where we can talk about this awesome engine that you own and its potential for future wealth creation and value and benefit for you and your crew and your customers and everybody else. I'm so glad that you tuned in for this episode. Make sure you tune into the next episode as your engine redlined part one. Until then, happy fabricating.